0: Rock and roll. It's your daily dose of all things Gamecocks on the Inside the Gamecocks podcast. Here's J.C. Sherbert.
1: Just podcast, J.C. Sherbert here. Uh, If you guys are tuning in on Facebook or Twitter or uh, YouTube, uh, this is a dress rehearsal. Uh, but we figured we'd give you guys a, a little bit of a, a taste. We, we needed to get a podcast out anyway. This will be available, obviously, uh, on Spotify, on iTunes, uh, on, um, you know, I- anything else, any other type of uh, podcast where it's normally been. And it's going to stay there. Uh, so if you can't catch uh, Phil and I, and I'm going to tell you who Phil is in a second. I'm sure you see him. Uh, uh, Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 Eastern. Uh, you can always still get it on the podcast. Uh, in all of that, uh, I want to thank our advertisers really quick heritage digital Cindy Foss, realtor from Caldwell banker Kane. Uh, also iHelp. we'll have a question or two from I help consulting mailbag folks. This is a dress rehearsal, so we don't have all the ads ready to go, but did want to always shout them out and we got some more advertisers coming on board. Uh, but first I want to introduce somebody very special, somebody I've known, uh, for 20 years. I have always thought that this would be something uh, he was good at. Uh, lo and behold, he is uh, the new co-host and uh, producer of the Inside the Gamecocks podcast. Inside the Gamecocks, the show, I'm sorry, uh, Phil Molinax Phil, how are you doing today, bud? Doing well, JC. How about you, man? Uh, re- really, really good. Uh, glad uh, folks can hear your voice. I know folks have been following you on Twitter. Um, uh, you've done a tremendous job here with the uh, – the graphics and all of that. I'm sure people are, are fired up uh, to see that. Um, Phil, big weekend for the Gamecocks recruiting wise.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely picked up a couple of four stars, the top rated recruit in the whole program. I think uh, history yep. for Shane Beamer for sure. So uh, we're looking forward to keeping that momentum going, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. You got Marquis Anderson from Dorman um, and I'll take everybody back through this. Okay. So, uh, the talk going into the weekend, Phil, was can the game Costco go four for four? Um, and uh, you had two guys, uh, Big Tree Babalade, and I'm I, I don't know how to say it, pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to butcher it. Uh, you know, four star offensive tackle from DC looked like he was going to commit, and uh, then he puts his decision off. Uh, same with four star receiver Carmelo Taylor, uh, from Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, I'll talk about those guys, especially Bob Alade here in a second. So, you know, in recruiting, obviously, uh, I think, Phil, you got to recruit the state first. I, I think at South Carolina, if you don't get your share of in-state talent, uh, you're going to have a hard time building a winner. Well, these two guys they got, uh, obviously, were, were top guys uh, from within the state. Uh, you know, and it started off on Saturday with uh, four-star Edge, Uh, That's the new popular term for a defensive end. Uh, Montague Rames out of Sumter, Uh, and and you know, Phil, the the Gamecocks need some pass
0: rushers, right? Yeah, we got to keep that D line going. That's one of the things that that definitely an emphasis for this year as well. Yeah, pass rush. Yeah, definitely,
1: because you're you're looking at Strawn, probably going pro. Burt's probably going pro. You have Terrell Dawkins there. Gilbert Edmonds, a player I really like. Uh, Tyreek Johnson's a player I think could surprise some people this year, but you know, it, when you look at 2023, uh, as a season, not necessarily recruiting class, uh, it's sort of thin and, uh, you know, you need some young guys behind. So, you know, range was a kid from Sumter. I think the Gamecocks should always get players out of Sumter. I, I don't think that that's, uh, any sort of, uh, uh, big, uh, deal, uh, for Carolina to sign somebody. It's kind of like Clemson signing guys out of Seneca or Greenville or wherever, mm-hmm. Uh, you ever been to the beach, Phil? Going down 378 towards something? You ever taken that way? I, I know you and the missus love Myrtle and uh uh like me have been to Ocean Lakes recently, but uh you you ever taken that way or you always a ninety five guy?
0: No, nah, man, we've gone the uh, the long way a couple of times. Usually, coming home too, just to see something different. Because ninety five, you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> no, even though there is a Bucky's there now, I don't know
1: if you've ever been to Bucky's, man. Nah, I have not. But, I keep hearing out of though, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! I <laughs> mean, it's it's like a it's like if a you, you take a Bass Pro shop if a Bass Pro shops like you know the best QT or Speedway you can find. uh, you know, a, a Texas barbecue restaurant uh, and a Cracker Barrel old, co- old country store. They all had a baby. Right. Uh, and, and then it, that baby got huge. Like you fed it after midnight or something. It got huge. Uh, you can see the Buc-ee's in uh, in in uh, uh, where Calhoun, Georgia from space. OK, <laughs> Uh, they have like 100, 100 gas pumps and stuff, largest gas station in the world. If they all had a baby and you fed it steroids, that would be Bucky's. I even bought a Bucky shirt with a little beaver on it. Uh, I was so impressed. But we went to the one in Richmond, Kentucky, coming back from Pigeon Forge up towards Chicago, which, by the way, is not a terrible drive because uh, it breaks up nicely. But uh, we saw it going down and we we're like, we got to go on the way back. And we did. Uh, and it, it, it was awesome, but that that's there all 95 now. For those of you that don't know, Bucky's can pay me for advertising, uh, I don't think they need it. Um, but yeah, so so that way down, you know, it's not a bad drive for Columbia to Sumter. Uh, we've all driven past Shaw Air Force Base, there used to be an old house there. So Sumter, uh, is really a place Carolina should do quite well. They've already got O'Donnell Fortune uh, on the roster, and, and they've done well with in Sumter over the years. Reigns was a player though that if it initially uh, wasn't all that sold on Carolina uh, and, and it's because they've been losing and some kids really put a focus on, Hey, you know, I need them to win a little more. That, that was the buzz around him. I think NC state actually had the lead for him for a long time. Credit the Gamecocks credit Sterling Lucas, uh, the new defensive ends coach edge coach outside backers, whatever you want to call it these days uh, for getting in, building that relationship, Taylor Edwards, uh, South Carolina's director of player personnel deserves a ton of credit here, uh, along with the entire staff, Shane Beamer, Clayton White, uh, for landing Montague Reigns. I, I think he's a player, Phil, uh, kind of like Cliff Matthews a few years ago. Uh, he's, he's reshaped his body, 6'5", 235. He's kind of built like Cliff now, a powerful kid, tough hard-nosed. Uh, I talked to a guy that uh, coaches college football the other day that recruits the state of South Carolina. He's a typical South Carolina defensive lineman. He is going to be a fantastic player uh, at South Carolina. So, uh, you know, I, I think, Phil, when you're dealing with a guy from Sumter uh, and you want him and you're the Gamecocks, you know, their mascot at Sumter High School is the Gamecocks, um, I, I think it's almost embarrassing if you if you don't get him. And, you uh, you know,
0: Carolina did lose Justice Boone to Florida back during the transition from Sumter, but it looks like they're back on track at that school. No, that's good. It's good to see, especially stuff coming from the PD in the low country, straight shot right into Columbia it makes a lot of sense. And. You know, just from a recruiting perspective, if we look at what is currently the most, you know, successful program right now with Don Staley and the women's basketball team, that is exactly how what her blueprint was was start inside the state and work your way out. It's extremely important. Spurrier did the same thing and it's time for Beamer. I'm glad to see him doing the same thing.
1: Exactly, you know, and that's – Staley, all of a sudden, you know, you had an uptick in talent, just like Spurrier, and then she – unlike Spurrier, she's built on it. Now they go everywhere in the country to get players. Uh, Spurrier, not necessarily, but hey, hey, you know, Spurrier outside of quarterbacks, uh, and I'll tell this story real quick. Uh, You know, Rex Grossman was from uh, Bloomington, Indiana, uh, and he stops by Florida on a visit, right? And he's like, "Oh shoot, tell him we don't recruit Indiana." <laughs> and uh, and then they're like, "Well, Coach, watch his film." He's like, "Well, shoot, tell him to come on in the office. You want to be a Gator?" Uh, so Spurrier philosophically, Carolina, South Carolina, really. He and and you can ask people that were on that staff. They didn't like. He didn't like it when they'd recruit outside of. Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, that GA Mangus did good work in the Northeast, but Spurs is kind of like, oh, shoot, plenty of players here, you know. Um, and uh, Muschamp, surprisingly enough, to me, kind of stayed in that four-state range as well. Uh, the difference is I thought Muschamp staff did a great job in Georgia in terms of not taking everybody from that state, really being selective, but getting some outstanding players who are still on the team to this day uh beamer has cast a very wide net though oh, yeah. already um but like you said phil it starts in the state south carolina in the sport of football uh to build a winner here you have to recruit well within the state no matter what the other schools are doing and unfortunately the talent pool here uh whereas when i was covering it nationally for rivals back uh of class of six ish, show seven ish oh you know that the, the mid 2000s yeah you know you had 15 16 uh power uh, FBS level power five level guys. Well, now that number is kind of like six to eight. And then some of them are kind of fringe and, you know, I, I don't know what's happened. That, that's a great mystery to me. We've got, I, I get uh, a lot of questions from the, uh, I help consulting mailbag about it with different philosophies and theories on it. But uh, so Montague Grames is first. Okay. So then so big tree and Carmelo put their, um, put their decisions off. Right. And mm-hmm. then, Jaden Robinson, a four-star commit uh, from Lake City, Florida, has visited Florida twice, okay? Cameron Upshaw, also from Northern Florida, three-star DB, visits Florida with him. He decommits, right? And I'm, I'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy. But uh, he decommits. Everybody's freaked out because they're like, oh, we're only getting one of four. Because, of course, at that point, uh, it's like watching a ball game and you get behind 10 to nothing early and you're like all help, all hope is lost. I have a fr- I have a friend like that. I watch. We Car- used to watch Carolina games with uh, when I lived in Greenville, uh, pretty negative person, but you know, that Carolina get behind 10 to seven or only be up 10 to seven. Oh, we've lost this game. We've lost it's it. We've you know, lost cool. it here. Surrender the right white flag. It's uh, <laughs> all so on the message boards. It was kind of like that. Hey, you one, we're going one for four, you know? Um, <laughs> And uh, oh man, you know, uh, and I think on Saturdays people like to have a few beers or whatever. Get on the message board, and just just gotta go off, you know, on things. I got called out, you know, I, was like, I got called out. Hell, guy, we all got called out. Like, hold on, guys. So, Marky Anderson uh, had a very unique way of of, of announcing there in Spartanburg. Uh, he picked the pancake syrup. Yeah, what syrup? Uh,
0: the syrup, that. yeah, that was
1: awesome. <laughs> his family owns a food truck and all that. Uh, highest-rated guy in the class. I think highest-rated high school guy, like you said, that Shane Beamer's gotten since That's he's been at South called, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah t- totally true. Uh, Officer of Clemson and North Carolina and everywhere else. Came, uh, his final four had LSU and Clemson in it, but I, I honestly think it was North Carolina, South Carolina battle. Um, and uh, Tar Heels really made a good push at the end, but the Gamecocks got him. Uh, got the right syrup bottle. And by that point, uh, when he committed on Sunday afternoon, uh, I'm sitting at a gas station watching it on Instagram, which was amazing, uh, yeah. cause it just got delayed and I didn't have any sound. And I'm like, please, if somebody else is talking, and I'm like, oh man, I'm sure it was beautiful, whatever they were saying. But, uh, so finally I was relieved because I didn't want the board to melt down again. And you don't you don't want to lose an in state kid to North Carolina. I mean, I my philosophy on on in state's is this: it's like Clemson's going to get their share. Okay, every few cycles you're going to lose one to Georgia. That that happens. You know, there's going to be kids that cross the border and go to Georgia. Uh, there's Georgia fans in the state of South Carolina. But North Carolina, Florida, Tennessee—if um, you can possibly help it, Florida State—I'll throw in there—the schools that used to routinely recruit the state. If they start coming back and getting guys, then that's a—that's a, that's an alarm. You know, that's when I get worried about recruiting. Um, and so, getting him was big. They snapped. I mean, the last kid they got from Dorman uh, was Michael Belcher. He never played. He was uh, Holt, He committed to Holtz, and Holtz's last year. And then uh, was the first class technically under Spurrier. Uh, before that is a guy named Hart Turner, uh, who was a, a tight end. Um, Terry Wilburn uh, was a Dorman kid that went to Carolina, but uh, you know most of those kids go to Clemson, uh, and most of them work out. You know, even if they're not highly rated. Uh, and then schools like Stanford and North Carolina previously have come into Dorman and gotten guys. We we all knew we both know Dorman because we're from the Upstate, but it's. Uh, Uh, It's been a struggle to go up I-26 and recruit (laughs) that school there on the highway uh, for the Gamecocks, but they they finally broke through, and uh, uh, hats off to them. So people were happy, and by that time, Phil, I'm going to talk about Big Tree. Um, Do do you know how to pronounce his first name? I'm not even going to try
0: it. I'm going to call it Olawatosin. Olawatosin. And I know I'm doing it better than Todd Ellis will, so I'm all right. (laughs) Oh!
1: Tree, oh, yeah, oh man, he's still the seventy-one years old. Yeah. Oh, mama, 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 tree, tree. And uh, honestly, uh, we say that, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm to the point with Todd. I used to be a little critical, you know, of Todd, and uh, I'm not anymore. I, I think it's awesome that he does what he does because it it makes us all entertained and, and we laugh with him. Uh, not at him anymore. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad that he's, uh, I'm glad he's South Carolina's play-by-play guy. Play-by-play has changed a lot. We all wish Larry Munson and Bob Fulton, and those guys would come back, but it's just every game's on TV now. So you, you want a little entertainment, but anyway, so uh, Bob Latte and I, I think I'm saying Bob Latte right. Uh, I hope so. Big treat. Um So, he puts off his decision. Carmelo puts off his decision. It's Friday night. The meltdown's starting to brew, right? Mm. Uh on the message board. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh, oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's
0: over. <laughs> it's over. It's over.
1: Uh he's visiting Maryland. And uh I think people kind of have a uh a little bit of a short memory with um uh guys, Jayshon Borum last year who
0: yeah.
1: looked, looked like Maryland uh then it was Carolina and then he signed with Maryland. And you know, he's for he was from Baltimore, St. Francis. Uh Baba from Damatha, which is kind of closer to DC, not Baltimore. But uh and it's where Marshawn Lloyd went to school. But um, I
0: about hey, yeah, at least we got some connections there. <laughs>
1: yeah, there are. And uh it, it it you know, so lo and behold, he shows up to the cookout Friday night. And so people are like, "Oh! Oh! Big tree, everybody's celebrating, you know. It has to be a good sign, has to be, and it was. And uh, he got some questions answered. And uh, Steve Wilfong from 24-7 Sports put in a crystal ball. Um, I'll remind everyone that there is a welcome home, Shane Beamer, tweeted out that has not been fulfilled yet. I think fulfillment, kind of like Amazon, you know, with the missing welcome homes, we'll just start calling that fulfillment, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, so... Um, yeah, uh, Bob Alade, I think, you know, as soon as he gets his commitment video done, uh, barring something crazy. Now we all, again, everybody remembers Jay Sean Borum, barring something crazy. He should be a cock. And, and Phil, you start looking at it, right? I can't remember, uh, from the high school ranks, this many guys in the offensive line, on the offensive line that were. This highly regarded. I mean, uh, you throw Baba in, that's three, four stars. Uh, Jatavious Shivers also committed this weekend. I'm gonna talk about him. Uh, and then this JUCO kid, Isaiah Jada from Snow College in Utah, a native of San Diego, went to the same high school Reggie Bush did, right? Yeah. Uh, you look at his Juco film, he's come a million miles. Uh, you throw Baba in there, and then you got some other guys you're chasing. Um, I can't remember on paper, and, and that means star ratings. An uh, O-line class like this at South Carolina. Uh, and then you look at 2024, and you got two studs in Pringle and Thompson, uh, and then a third stud named Franks at Greenville High uh, in-state for next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, and I think Franks would be a good pickup, especially coming out of Greenville. It would be good to see some upcountry folks go down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Cle- Cle- Clemson's, pretty
1: mu- <laughs> yeah. Cle- Clemson's pretty much owned it, dude, but they – uh. Mm-hmm. South Carolina's in Mazio Bennett, the receiver from Greenville High for 2024. And uh, uh you know, I used to live like right in the parking lot of Serene Stadium, if you oh, remember yeah. correctly. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh I didn't know Green- Greenville didn't have this many players when I was like able to just walk over to the game, you know, out of my backyard. But uh hats yeah, off to the cool. mm-hmm. yeah, hats off to that program. They've they've done extremely
0: well so yeah i plan on um, getting to a couple of greenville games just to see Mazio because uh this film looks funny <laughs> yeah he, he looks like a lot of fun i mean i remember shoot Corey lambert
1: and white Whiteside came out of greenville but uh you know I, it, it it hasn't been like this where there's three four guys every single year so hats off to the red raiders i know our friends over on augusta road will be happy you know the uh that, that area of greenville <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my Carruthers, we're winning at football again. How <laughs> would <aren't> we oh. go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <you're>, oh. <laughs> oh, hey, sir. See, you know. Um, but uh, anyway, so so that's good for that uh, uh, in, in terms of Greenville. Hi. So, but, but, but Phil, you, you start looking at this wine class, you, you throw Bobolade in, and oh boy, I mean that's a that's a heck of a class. Uh, and then you look at like what's coming next cycle too.
0: Yep, that's exactly it. It is it's not want for talent, that's for sure. Uh, you know, typically you see what three stars come in there and then rely on the development just to try mm-hmm. to get them where they are, but uh looks like we're making some good momentum here on the O-line, which, you know, hey, you win it in the trenches, man. That's where you got to have it. Yeah, you got to have players and uh you know, and I, and I think too, you look at the NFL, a lot of three-star offensive linemen develop into first-rounders
1: and a lot of five-stars bust. But uh you know, you you, you what I look for is base skill set and like Jatavia Shivers, who I'm gonna talk about now. Uh, that's a guy that, you know, people, the folks I've talked to at Vandy that had him committed and, and around the southeast, they're like not a first year guy, not a first year starter, but from years two and three on, he's got the skill set uh to really be something. He's massive. He's six seven, two ninety-five. From a little place called Villa Rica, Georgia, you know. Um and that's, uh, for those of you that don't know, that's out I-20 uh, between, gosh, the airport's off 85, so it's not that. But you get, you get through Atlanta, you keep going down I-20 like you're going to Birmingham, Villarica, Carrollton, Town. all that's right there. That's previously been kind of a black hole for the Gamecocks recruiting-wise. Um, you know, in the state of Georgia, the Gamecocks have kind of hit other pockets, but I think, uh, hey, uh, there's some ballers over there, dude, Nick Chubb came from that section of Georgia. So, uh, I'll take all you can get. And, uh, and that's another big shivers is a pickup that I, I don't think people need to sleep on. Uh, you know, not, maybe not for next year or whatever, but for down the road, uh, because of the athleticism. So, so, all right. So then everybody's happy cause it's three for four, right. And you know, mm-hmm.
0: well, what uh, but, about the, the other one, Carmelo Taylor, when he, uh, Yeah, his date back is that you know, he's a little making another video.
1: (laughs) I, I, you know, I wish I could say it was a video and uh, yeah, remind me to talk about Upshaw here in a second, too. I I wish I could say it was about a video, but it's uh, he visited Virginia Tech, he's from Roanoke, right now. Mm -hmm. Roanoke, I'll be honest, it it doesn't put out a lot of talent. I mean, you know, there's other parts of Virginia, Northern Virginia, near DC. The 757 Hampton Roads, Virginia Beach area, Richmond, all more talent uh, laden than uh Roanoke, right? <laughs> so when there's a kid from Southwest Virginia, uh that's good, Virginia Tech usually takes it, you know, and and and, and sneakily does so at times. <laughs> you know, they'll just get a kid and they're like, Oh, he's a local kid from Blacksburg. You're like, good God, where'd you get him? Well, he's from right here. Um, that's kind of one of their <laughs> secret things, but uh you know, he's a 10, five, 600 meter guy. He, he, you know, speed, uh, somebody got on me for saying speed is something you can't coach. And like, oh yes, you can coach it, but you can't teach it. I'm like coaching is teaching my man. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, he's got stuff you can't coach, which is speed and uh, Carolina lights and four star guy. Uh, But, 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 you know, that late visit to Virginia tech and then putting off your, your, your decision, it's kind of like, Oh, well, you know, maybe he wants to stay close to home. Change of heart. There's tons of reasons why guys want to stay close to home. Um, and then, you know, again, which also shows you that the uh, the uprising on the message board and the panic over not going 4 for 4 this weekend was a little unfounded. Uh, you check in. now. Carolina's still right there in the lead. He just has some things he wants to think about. The Gamecocks are still the team to beat, you know, um, and I kind of thought about it like this, Phil. Uh, if you look at Carmelo Taylor's recruitment, Penn State and Carolina have been the top two. Virginia Tech's never really been up there for him. Um, so it's not like they've been the home team with this big lead on the guy. Uh, keep in mind, they have a new staff this year up there, too, that's kind of feeling its ways. Frank Beamer's not there, neither is Fuente. Bud Foster's not there, you know. Uh, so the folks that knew how to recruit there are not there. And so you got this new group. Um, now, Brent Pry does have some previous Hokie connections. But because the Hokies were not number one, that still makes me think that if Taylor makes a decision between now and, oh, mid-September, I think the Game Council will still get him. Uh, the problem becomes if it, it keeps going and going and going and going, that's when that home team can start really getting him over there, quick drive. Uh, Roanoke's only like 40 minutes from Blacksburg, if that. Uh, you know, hokey, 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 high tech, inner sand man, you know, that ends yeah. up kind of getting in your blood a little bit. And um, I've seen it with Carolina recruits. We, we mentioned Cliff Matthews. I think at some point Cliff had Carolina third behind Georgia and I think Clemson early. Then Carolina took over Clemson. And then they eventually topped Georgia for him. And he was a home state kid too. So uh, just from what I've seen, I, I think the Gamecocks need to get him on in the boat. And then it becomes hard to flip. I mean, flipping is still a hard deal uh, in modern college football. Um, but I love him. I, I'm probably higher on Carmelo Taylor than uh, maybe even the Gamecock coaching staff is. Uh, just because I think, like I said, that speed is, is so beneficial. And I'm tired of watching slow receivers, man.
0: Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Come on. It's it's like, you know, you, you look the last couple of years you know, bless Josh Van. you know, and, and some of these other guys. And I think Carolina at receiver this year is going to be a lot faster. Of course, we're going to talk about preview the entire season and uh, talk about the games and all that as we move forward. Uh So I think they're still in with Carmelo Taylor, Jaden Robinson. Uh Everybody thought he was going to flip. He didn't. I'm still not convinced he won't, but he's hanging in there. So and that's the four-star linebacker from Lake City, Columbia, that Florida offered you know, it's it, again you, you, South Carolina's getting these kids, Phil, out of other teams' backyards. Lake City, uh, Florida is just right next to Gainesville. Mm. You know, you got to go beat the Gators in
0: Lake City and
1: the Hokies in Roanoke. I mean, come on, Maryland and in Washington, D.C.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, so uh, yeah. And those little uh you know, I hate to see Napier keep putting up the little smiley faces with the shades on. I get sick every time I see that nowadays. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> mean I, I, this Napier Napier thing is gonna be interesting. I mean, you know, look,
1: he's recruiting what they got some good recruits. Don't get me wrong, they have a collective. Uh, by the way, everybody go to CarolinaRise.com if you want to join the GameCock collective. Uh they have a collective that's got millions of dollars right now. Uh, it's Florida, you know. They're recruiting really well in state, which is what they should do. Uh, but they, you know, I, I know Gamecock fans because of Billy's connections to the state and because he was uh, a finalist for the job when Beamer got it. Uh, you know, I, th- I think a lot of Gamecock fans. There's a lot of comparing going on, and then, you know, I, I think Florida fans aren't too happy about the the loss they took last year. No. Uh, and so there's been some chirping going back and forth with it, you know? Um, and so, you know, I don't know if they'll hold on to Robinson or not now Cameron Upshaw, like, right. Okay. So this fill is weird, right? <laughs> so, uh, I have some connections at FSU and some connections at the high school. And so I, I get a, you know, after he decommitted, uh, you know, I kind of thought like everybody else, I was like, well, Florida, because Upshaw and Robinson are buddies, I, I was like, well, Florida's trying to do a two for one and swipe both these guys. Um, but, but then I was told the Gamecocks parted ways, which is nice, which means that, you know, it's a nice way of saying uh, the school moved on or both parties decided to move on. Parting of ways is a nice way to put things right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, then I chat with Carolina sources and it's like, or contacts. I don't like the word sources. I like to use the word contacts.
0: sources 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 say
1: (laughs) yeah i'm like you know in my business you'll read these these things and it's like they use the word sources like 17 times my buddy john little that works uh with us on the got me off of saying sources but uh so some contacts uh said that but then carolina kind of like that's a long story well then you read an interview with upshaw where he goes I wanted to do it the right way. I want to have a big announcement week three, I'm still going to I'm probably still going to commit to South Carolina. I just want to do it the right way. Okay. So I have never seen in 17 years of covered recruiting a kid with that offer list. Uh, and he doesn't have a lot of offers. I mean, th- this was kind of what we call, uh, an evaluation by Torrey and gray and Clayton white on the, in the defensive backfield. Uh, and I trust Tory gray you know yeah, to make, first, make those, right. oh oh my god you know I mean <laughs> it's fine with me uh, I will say on down in the Big Bend area of Florida opinions are mixed on his ultimate ability but that's fine um well, there's not a lot of committable offers out there you check check with the gators and they're not taking they don't they're not gonna offer it they, they're not going to take it FSU's mm-hmm. offer was never committable um so I've never seen a kid with like limited offers committed to a power five school, decommit just to have an announcement and then come back in the full uh right. you know just to have an announcement you know it's just like huh you know I'm um it, it's like getting engaged and then breaking the engagement off so you can repropose at a different time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on a live stream.
1: Y'all on a live stream, baby. You know, yeah, yeah. I re- I recently got engaged. So, you know, I, I know there's no going back with that, you know, right? There's no like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, really wish uh some of my friends were there. Uh so I'm gonna take the ring back, um, and then I will give it to you, uh, maybe. Yeah, at a uh, later date. At a later date.
0: Yeah, at a later date. Where it can, we can have a bigger party, right? You know, <laughs> so... What's well, funny about his socials is like, he's still putting up, you know, uh, rooster Kay. pictures. It's yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> so so that may be the long story. I mean, th- this staff
1: uh, under Shane Beamer is sort of hip and, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they like to have fun too. So maybe it's just a fun thing. I don't know. I've still not got a straight answer. Um, which which if they did if they have dropped him, that's not rare because nobody wants to come out and say, I oh, without no, we don't want that kid anymore. But um we'll we'll just have to see what happens with Cameron Upshaw. I I uh uh I think that you know I believe that he'll probably have a, a big announcement and get back in the fold. Because in, in in this business, there's a first time for everything. So uh, you know, so that's all that. But anyway, uh all right, folks, just wanted to kind of uh Have a little short episode today, get this archive, get you familiar with Phil. Uh, This is not the launch. Uh, The launch will come Thursday, two hours, starting at 11 a.m. Practice is kicking up. Going to have some guests. It's not just going to be, you know, the two biggest complaints about the podcast was doing a solo Phil was, number one, I needed a co-host. Well, mission accomplished. Number two, I didn't do it frequently enough. Well, mission accomplished. Uh, and then number three, some people wanted me to have some guests. I, I, guests, you know, to me are, are good with a two-hour format, not necessarily a one. Um, but we got you some guests. You know, we've got uh, – I'm looking at a list of guests. There, there's going to be a lot of uh, Gamecock-oriented uh, guests. But then there's also going to be folks for a two-hour show focused on one program. Uh, you, you do have to kind of expand it a little bit. So we're going to talk a lot of SEC uh, ACC, any team that quote unquote touches Carolina, uh, that's fair game discussion wise. Uh, I'm sure we'll have the chat lineup rocking and rolling, uh, for you. Uh, Lance Player has already come in along with Alex Wood, uh, one of our sponsors, Meredith Taylor, right there. They're already in,
0: they're already in.
1: So, so look at this. Uh, uh, so Lance goes, uh, and I'll read this, uh, Phil, I'll, I'll go ahead and get on it. Uh, uh I'll I'll read Lance's uh you yeah, know, well, Lance has a, okay so Lance has three so I'll go with the first one verse two and then you go with the, the third one because we like Lance. All right, Lance player. Uh he says Rams does not look 235, he looks about 250. Uh he does, and uh he also I think at one point was pushing 265, I and mean, what I was told was he's leaned down, and it does look like a heavier two thirty-five, but it's all muscle. Um Early on, Phil, I thought Rames could grow into a, an inside guy, uh, but that is not the case. No, yeah, no. that is not the case now. When you look at him, um, he says, Upshaw, shoot, Upshaw's coming back soon. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> nothing would surprise me, uh, but but I, I'll just say this if he does what he says he's gonna do and that goes through, and uh, I've never seen anything like it, I've just never ever seen anything like it, and that's nothing against the kid. Um, you know, I know that Carolina liked his length uh, in the defensive backfield, six, two and a half guy, uh, developmental guy,
0: obviously, but uh, a guy that can play. All right. So what else does player Lance have for us? here? All right, Lance, look at that. What Taylor could be another juju early. I think that's I mean, mm-hmm. when you compare in speed. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what you're looking at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and if we're going to be versatile with uh, with our offensive players, let's hope we use them the right way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we,
1: we all remember the quarterback Jordan Birch last year. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to I'm going to get off. I mean, that, that play. I probably complained about that play. Uh, um, over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I know you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm just gonna quick, I'm not gonna complain about it because I, I do think guys like G- you know, nobody's really talking about Juju McDowell. I, I think the kid yeah. has a chance to be uh, a, a, an all sec type kick return if if he gets enough kickoffs because seemed like last year they all went in the dang end zone, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, right. I, right. I, I, I think with him and uh, this uh, walk-on transfer they got from the Ivy League, actually Dante Miller. You know, you're talking about that wide zone play, like they ran to him uh, and, and they kept hitting him in the flat in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. I think a perfect place for Juju and a Dante Miller or whoever that kind of all-purpose back spot. Um, you know, so that's uh, that's all that. So I think that it's uh, it's going to be. Something to to really watch is player usage this year. So yeah,
0: definitely, it's like you know you got a toy box full of you know the best and brightest that we, <laughs> we've seen in a long time here. And it's just like <laughs> you got, we got to put the right pieces together at the right time. <laughs> you're you're right. Yeah,
1: that's a great point, Phil. Because I I was looking at the offensive personnel the other day, and I'm like, my goodness, you've got you know. Some, some traditional style running backs. You got some all purpose backs. You got a tight end and uh, Jean Bell that you can hand the ball to, throw it to. He could be a wide receiver. Uh, he's going to be a wide back, you know. Uh, you got Antoine Juice Wells. You got Corey Rucker coming in, joining Josh Vance. Amari Brown and Xavier Leggett have gotten better. Austin Stogner is kind of your, he reminds me, Stogner reminds me, Phil, those tight ends Notre Dame uh, has had over the years. A big six six yes, guy that yeah. runs like a receiver. So, yeah. so we'll see, we'll we'll see kind of what happens with all of that. But yeah, okay. So, those of you that found the chat line, um, we're going to go ahead and let iHelp Consulting handle the chat line too. Uh, and we've got the iHelp Consulting mailbag, which uh, is pretty full. Uh, and we'll get to we'll get to those now. For, for those of you that are wondering, we we won't have like a mailbag segment per se, where it's going to be throughout the show. So. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the, the chat line here, uh, the I help consulting chat line, uh, and, uh, until we get another sponsor for it. And then the, uh, I help consulting mailbag will, will remain. but, uh, all right, Phil, well, okay. we'll get off and, uh, archive this, uh, and, uh, certainly people got to see our smiling face. I'll, I'll probably get a haircut before we do it for real or wear a visor or something, but, uh, yeah, me shave, too. shave, maybe, you know, uh, <laughs> But glad people tuned in um, right now and uh, enjoyed those of you that found your way to the chat line Uh, and certainly looking forward to launching uh, Inside the Gamecocks, the show, uh, 11 a.m.
0: Eastern on Thursday. And we're not going to say we may not be back tomorrow with a little more just to test out some other stuff. So we're looking forward to spending some time with y'all. Exactly, exactly. All right, for Phil X, this is JC Sherbert.
1: This has been the dress rehearsal number one. Of Inside the Game Cox The Show. Uh hope to see all you guys, if not tomorrow, ish, Thursday, 11, uh, 11 on uh streaming on where we, we streamed on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube today? All three today. Hopefully they're all coming through. Money, money, money. All right, guys. So uh we'll hit uh, hit you guys up later and certainly looking forward to uh all of you joining us right here on Inside the Game Cox the show.